So I'm joining you here from, from my uh, partially finished art studio at home. And I would love to pray together before we get in, into, the, uh, into the scripture further this morning. But welcome, welcome to my, uh, my art studio. So, Lord, we, uh, we give you this time. We pray that you would speak to us, uh, that you would reorient our hearts to see you and your provision in the world around us, regardless of what we are experiencing today. In your name we pray. Amen. So yeah, uh, this passage stood out to me as I looked at the, the list of lectionary passages. It wasn't the original one uh, from the sermon series, Physical Contact, today, but I thought it'd be good based on the circumstances. And so uh, this passage stood out to me because the psalmist seems so aware of the presence and even more so the provision of God in his world. And I'm struck by how the passage starts. It starts with listening. It starts with him saying, I will listen to what God the Lord says. He promises, and, and many translations says, speaks peace to his people, his faithful servants. And I don't know about you, but uh, when I'm trying to listen for God and, and, and trying to uh, experience some connection to that divine presence in my life, sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes there's so many other voices and things that pop into my head the minute I get quiet, the minute I, I meditate or pray, a list of things I have to do, that email that I didn't finish, you know what I'm talking about, and, uh, and just the things that, uh, things, stupid things maybe I said earlier that day, or maybe something hurtful that somebody said to me, but so many things are are just going through my mind and it's really hard to focus and listen and sometimes I just I just give up and I, I go throughout my day and um, I handle things uh, the way I'm gonna handle them and sometimes I, I remember God's provision in it and sometimes I don't but it seems to, to ratchet up a notch when you have a bad day or a bad week and uh, for me anyway when I haven't taking the time to listen, to listen for that, that divine whisper amidst all the other noises and things going on, um, things can, can get really, really hard. And so sometimes it's really worthwhile to take a step back and get reoriented to how you're seeing and interacting with the world around you. Because I don't know about you, but sometimes for me, I can... I can begin to feel completely alone and fail to see the provisions of God around me. It's it's kind of like today I was earlier today I was driving up to the church and I was uh, letting Leona in to to do some stuff she was going to do in the in the hospitality nook there in, next to the sanctuary and and as I I pulled out I I noticed I had no gas. I mean talking the lights on, I'm talking the, the meter is all the way to the E. It's on, it's like trying to go past the E. So I immediately, I turn off my air conditioning to save gas, I roll down my windows and I thought, okay, I know this area, sure, but I don't, I don't hardly ever get gas around here, so I better check on my phone real quick, boop, 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 gas close by, okay, shell station right here, 0.2 miles away. 
I get there, I hit all the red, red lights there, and I have to make a left-hand turn. I get there, all the gas is gone. It's all out of order. And so then I had a choice, and oh my gosh, I'm, I could look on my phone or I can look up around and just, just look around me. Because uh, I, I have seconds to spare, most likely. In my head, I'm like, this is going to happen any moment. And I'm going to be out here in my gym shorts and my, my t-shirt pushing a truck, right? And I look up, and I scan the environment, and I see, oh, Marathon, right across Poplar by the taco truck. There, my salvation. I see my salvation, right? And so I make it over there, and I, t and I get some gas. And um, it struck me in the psalmist's words here how he says this, that the nearness of, of God's salvation, it, it, that, it, that it's so near for those who fear him, who fear God, right? And um, in that instance, looking for gas, I mean, I could have I been looking at my phone and it could have sent me somewhere else. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You've done this before, right? Where the place you need to go might be right in your face, but you're looking at your phone and it's taking you somewhere else and you miss it. And I, and I couldn't help but wonder if that's sometimes the provision, the salvation of God is like that for us. That it's, that it's so near, but we don't see it. We don't interact with it. And I was thinking about this, this phrase here, the the fear of God, and, and, and it struck me that, that we're afraid, as human beings, we're afraid of things that we don't know, that we don't know what's going to happen or how it's going to happen, even if it's a good thing. I mean, think about it. You know, we, we call it excitement sometimes, but excitement is really like a, like a positive, like a, a good-feeling fear almost of, I don't know what's going to happen, right? And, and I... And it's so clear that the psalmist has this perspective of God that, that's like that. That I'm listening and God is speaking peace. And, and God's salvation is, is so near me. And near those who fear him. And I wonder who this morning needs to hear that. That um, you're, you might be experiencing some difficulties, and, and, and so many people are in so many situations, but maybe God's provision, maybe God's salvation and deliverance is so near, but you're just not able to see it right now. Right? That could be really encouraging for those of us who fear the Lord, right? Who, who fear what good thing might be able to happen, might be able to occur. And it's amazing how the psalmist describes this further. Because in, in, in verse 9, the psalmist describes the glory of God dwelling in the land and, and, and then continues and says, this is what it looks like, it's really poetic and beautiful. And then this can, can, can start to help reorient us as well. Verse 10 says, Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Verse 11 says, Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from heaven. In this poetic couple of verses, the psalmist 
paints this beautiful relationship between these things that I don't know about you, but haven't always gone together in my own life, uh, either, either because of me or because of others. But this relationship that, that love and faithfulness are meeting, this is the place where, where God's presence, God's glory is dwelling in, in the land where, where, where he lives. Love and faithfulness are meeting together. And then, and then this thing, this elusive peace, this peace that we want, that God is speaking over us, whether or not we're hearing it, that righteousness and peace are so close together that they, that they kiss, right? And for those of you that don't think there's a lot of romance in the Bible, hey, you know, there it is, right there. Got some kissing going on. Peace and righteousness. So, um... There's this, this beautiful relationship, and then, then the relationship continues as he talks about faithfulness almost, he says it springs forth from the ground like a, like a plant coming up, just like from the rain. I'm looking out here uh, in my yard and, and seeing the grass growing and the, and the plants and the, and the vegetables. And, and then righteousness is looking down, like shining like a sun. And so the psalmist seems to be able to look anywhere and really be aware of the provision of God. That, that nature is a provision of God, and then within nature, he is seeing the qualities of this God who pairs together love and faithfulness, so that even when we are unfaithful and unloving, that God's love remains steadfast. But also, this amazing picture of righteousness and peace and it's not lost on me that when I'm not I'm not tuned in I'm not able to listen well for God and be able to recognize God's provisions in my life I'm less likely to believe and to participate in righteousness and and by righteousness it just just means the scriptures just mean living right, living in right relationship. So it makes sense that if we're unable to see the provision of God in our life, the relationship that God has to us as his creations, the, the loving relationship that he has with us, uh, that it would be difficult for us to act and respond in right relationship to others, to ourselves. And so this is what I want to encourage you with and, 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 and bring some comfort with that, you know, right now we're, we're having a hard time in my family and, uh, and, and lots of people in lots of different circumstances throughout the world, they're having a really hard time. And um, what we find here in the scriptures is a God who's making provisions for us to have peace through righteousness and that that there's actually this stuff is so available so present that it's springing up from the ground just like grass you didn't plant or maybe weeds you didn't plant right or a wild fig tree there's lots of, there's those in Memphis fig trees grow like crazy or the uh, the sun shining that that to the degree to which we don't usually 
think about that the sun is going to shine tomorrow or today and that the grass is going to grow, that these attributes of God's provision and character are in the world around us. One of the primary ways we see this is in other folks. We see this as other people have some type of connection with God. We see that, that righteousness in their life, and we benefit from it. And so what I want to leave you with this morning is, is this. You know, when we, when we try to get still and, and we're hearing so much going on and uh, sometimes we just give up, we can really get focused on a world without God's provision. We can, we can see the world in that way. And it can be reflected in the way that we treat each other, the way we treat ourselves, um, in, our, in our lack of self-reflection. And the psalmist here is helping us to reorient ourselves, reorient our hearts to a world where the faithfulness of God springs up just like grass, where, where God is, is present in a world, in a space where righteousness and peace are inseparable. They're so close, they're kissing, right? And um, to be able to look for those things, to have gratitude, appreciation, and presence when we see those things in the world around us. I'll leave you with a little example. You know, I was at the church today, like I mentioned earlier, and, and Leona Miller, who is is of running our hospitality team, she saw some things uh, from COVID, you know, just how things kind of get disheveled and stuff like that. And she saw that as an opportunity to bring righteousness, right relationship to this hospitality world and reorganize things and label things and, and do things like that. And that's something that where somebody else might not have seen, I might not have seen that as an opportunity for righteousness, she did. And because of that, uh, there will be um, more uh, right relationship between the people at Christ City through through hospitality and uh, through things being clear and easy to see and do and find and set up and things like that. Just a very small example, but all of us in our world, if we see and take part in the provisions of God around us, as plentiful as nature, uh, then we get to be part of that. We get to uh, be part of that process of having gratitude, of seeing the nearness of God's salvation in our lives. So I pray this morning that that encourages you, and I look forward to being with you again in person, uh, hopefully next week. And um, so as we head to the table, uh, may you be blessed. Uh, may you, uh, even as you partake in the, the body and the blood, that you would see God's provision for you and his salvation for you uh, there through Jesus. So uh, God bless Christ City.